Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, everybody, and happy spring, Margaret. Happy spring to you. Thank you. Happy spring to you as well. Yes, I'm so excited it's spring. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller. And Margaret, I want to talk about spring for a minute because we've transitioned from a water time of year where there can be a lot of rest and recovery and um, going inward to get ready for the energy that builds in spring. And that's where we are now is in the spring time of year. And it actually uh, corresponds to the wood element rather than the water element, which is really fun because we start to see growth. I mean, out in my front yard, I've seen some tulips and other plants starting to pop up, which is always so exciting. I'm hearing the chickadees a little more than I did. And so you can feel the energy building and sure enough, spring, brings us growth, wood element is about transformation. So there's a lot of growth, there's a lot of energy that builds. We have a lot of wind that happens in springtime and that wind can sometimes dry us out, but it also helps with the growth as well and brings us warmer air. And so I, I love, since today we're gonna be discussing this whole restriction versus allowing and accepting. And so there's a lot of movement back and forth, just like, you know, in spring with the wind. And we can either be moving forward or we can be moving backward. And it, de it depends on how much constriction is going on. And so I just want to start out today, and then I'll hand it over to you, um, thinking about constriction and where we are constricting in ourselves and in our lives. And uh, other words for constriction are compress, condense, contract, um, deflate, shrink. So, you know, we're never really standing still, N not any aspect of who we are spiritually, mentally, emotionally, or even physically, we are either moving back or we're moving forward. So I want anyone listening to this right now, I just want you to check in with yourself and see where your energy is right now as you begin this springtime transformation. Do you feel like you've been contracting or are you starting to move forward? Do you feel the energy building? And, you know, it's kind of, I mean, here we are in our, you know, in the state of the world with COVID, we've been, we've had, we've been in a place of constriction as everything shut down last year. And we're starting to see a little energy building for things opening up and moving forward. And so today's a perfect conversation of this constriction versus moving forward in a way of allowing and accepting. I, I agree, Marge. I'm so, I'm very excited that you um, started it this way. Uh, you know, and another, another aspect of this is that the spring equinox, you know, the equinox or the 
the Aries equinox, if we're going to be fair about it, because it's only spring in the northern hemisphere, right? It's fall in the southern hemisphere, but it it is uh, demarking the 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 one day of the year or the two days of the year actually uh where we have equal day and equal night so the shadow and the light are in perfect balance on you know on that day and so it it means a lot of different things it's also the beginning of um the astrological wheel uh the sun moves into the sign of aries uh at the spring equinox. And so it's, it's Aries is about our individuation, how we uh, grow, how we transform, how we um, express ourselves in an authentic way, right? And, and uh, there's a lot of energy for that. But I like how you talked about that in terms of the shadow, right? And, and when we when the shadow is hidden from us, we um, can't deal with it. We can't do anything about it. When it starts to come to the surface, and springtime is when you know all things start coming to the surface, right? All of the the growing things on the earth. When when the shadow starts coming to the surface, it's doing so for us to be able to look at it and accept it and allow it. And, but what our tendency will be, um, because it usually uh, involves pain of some sort, <laughs> either physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, right? And, and so we usually constrict or try to resist it. And so, but the spring is asking us to move through that constriction, like the constriction of the seed inside of its uh, hull or its shell, right? And then, and then burgeoning forth into whatever it's going to be. Beautiful. And in, again, I go back to the law of five elements, and we just, we're coming out of, you know, the winter months. So that's water element. Water element is kidney kidney and bladder. So it's fear, kidneys, fear and anxiety. Bladder is control because we quiet down, the motion stops. So then we listen, we have more of an opportunity to listen. And that's when the fear thoughts get going. And you know, it seems like every, almost every broadcast, you know, we bring fear into it, because it is such a primal and and, and a thing that we humans do in our in our thinking. And it's so deep, and it's so subconscious often. And so as it begins to come, to the forefront, spring, we get more active, we start interacting more, we start moving more, and that's when we might meet more obstacles, or we become more aware, as you're saying, of our um, anxiety that are, that are fear thoughts, right? In fact, there's a great quote um, by Richard Rudd, and he says, anxiety is a vibration of the cells, it's a vibration of fear. And we've often mentioned that everything is about frequency. Everything in this universe has a frequency. And that includes our thinking, you know, the thoughts we have, the emotions we have, and things we put in our body, everything, everything has a frequency and frequency is vibration. So, so anxiety is a vibration of the cells. It, it, we can't separate it from cellular function. It's the vibration of fear. So this whole discussion about anxiety, you know, I was reading something recently that said 
40 million people in the US suffer from anxiety. That's, that's a lot of people. And because of what we are all beginning to come out of in our world and in our lives, um, anxiety, there's kind of a, I, I call it a re-entry stress <laughs> because we're used to pulling back, right? And um, closing it down and limiting our movement, if you will. And as we begin to move more, that can stimulate some of this fear that we've been living in and uh, we'll start to feel that. And I've seen that in clients and in, you know, various people uh, that I'm interacting with. So, you know, because fear, fear thoughts and anxiety create a sense of separateness, right? They create a sense of separateness. And, you know, one of our DNA fears is that of being alone. So it comes from down through the ages. We're kind of all wired for that, actually. Um, and we can move into this sense of separate very easily. And so we have to ask ourselves, now what, right? And this is why we're, the wood time of year, you know, is about transformation. Because as we open, as we allow and accept that's where we are, rather than resisting, we can begin to open to it. Right. Thank you, Marge, for saying that. The, the fear, you know, and anxiety in particular, it, it is, it's a cellular, it's, it's a cellular phenomenon. And we have the key to changing it that transformation and that transmutation through our breath and that it's it's you know this is where the the shadow the you know our our fear and anxiety shows up first in the constriction or restriction of our breath when we're afraid or we're anxious we're either not breathing at all <laughs> you know, we can find ourselves not breathing at all, or we're breathing uh, rapidly and shallowly. And so that's, you know, that is why uh, most traditions, most spiritual traditions or, or um, pathways to uh, mindfulness, you know, start with our breath and paying attention to what our breath is doing, because that's where it shows up first. And, you know, and that's where we can um, begin to transmute and transform first is by slowing our breath down and following our breath and, and um, breathing more deeply into our bodies and anchoring our, our awareness down in our heart center or our, our belly, you know, my favorite topic, right? <laughs> of course. Well, it's a brilliant topic. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, the anxiety, the, the vibration of fear, all of that is tied in, of course, to the thing, the thoughts that we have that's generating a lot of those emotions as well. And so the fight or flight mechanism, we are so built for survival, both in our brain through the subconscious where our, our survival emotions are, and also in the brain stem where our physiological responses of survival are, and that's the breathing, right? And so we start to spin in our thoughts, that's firing our survival emotions, it's signaling our brainstem to start breathing more shallowly, 
our blood to flow away from the stomach and actually into our arms and legs, getting us ready to fight or flee. And that's a natural, brilliant compensation of our, of our body and mind and uh, of our body really. So it's brilliant, but, but that the challenge therein lies in our ability to recognize that. And at just as you're so beautifully saying, Margaret, the breath allows us to shift away from that survival response and move into a more empowered place within us. You know, Marge, what was coming into my awareness uh, is something that, you know, I've been sharing with um, uh, people in the class that I'm teaching right now. And that is the idea of our body as a cauldron for transformation and transmutation of of energies and and so when we bring our you know when we do that exercise any any breath work technique of of paying attention to our breath and expanding ourselves out in you know our awareness out and and making our energy field bigger as we breathe into that area, we can, you know, feel in our body where the constriction is and breathe into that area, it begins to dissipate. And, and so our, our transmuting or our transformation of, of the pain or the anxiety or whatever begins just as a, a, an awareness and an acceptance and a breathing into the, the, whatever we're feeling the physicality of it and we don't even have to be trying to figure it out in fact it's better not to right to at first to just allow it to dissipate naturally and and then the awareness can that we require can come up to the surface that's beautiful, Margaret, it is. In fact, this, the three stages of contemplation and, you know, Margaret and I always talk about contemplation and because it's so important, you know, you can, you can have someone, you know, change the outside of you and help you change the inside. But unless you really are able to understand for yourself, you know, where, where I tend to get stuck, um, what patterns exist that keep me from moving forward, then it makes it harder to, you know, once I understand that I'm more easily can navigate and allow and dance with, with life and challenges and things like that. And so contemplation is very important. Three stages of contemplation is to allow, which is exactly what you're talking about, Margaret, allowing a body, allowing is accepting that it's not just here, but it's a whole holistic, if you will, a whole response. And that includes body. And so paying attention to the body and what I'm feeling in my body without understanding it as you're saying. And then the next one is accept. And accepting is to accept what I'm feeling. And that's really begins to connect us with our heart space mm -hmm. and to be connected in that way and be able to trust ourselves that I'm able to recognize and feel. And then the third stage of contemplation is actually embracing, which is the mind and the heart getting on board and saying, let's go. Wonderful. Hey, let's take a break now. And when we come back, let's dive deep into this, shall we? Sounds good. <laughs> Perfect. 
Perfect. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I just want to give a shout out to Monica. She's new here. Monica, you're right where you should be. We're happy you joined us. Um, so, you know, we were talking about anxiety and about fear thoughts and um, awareness is key, of course, and because the thing that can get the fear thoughts really going are our beliefs. So I just want to read a quote out of a book that I have by Margaret Ruby. It's called The DNA of Healing. And she says, when the structure of our beliefs becomes cemented in place, we lose the ability to move freely between our masculine and feminine essence, between structure and openness. And that's more of that constriction, right? Between constriction and allowing and accepting. And um, I actually pulled a card today, Margaret. It's from the Druid Animal Oracle. And it was perfect because it's the fire dragon. And it, so it shows this beautiful dragon and a lot of fire energy in that. And really it's about, again, about transmutation. It's about mastery. It's about energy. It brings vitality and enthusiasm and, and, and courage. Um, it helps us to, um, it helps us to increase our ability to manage the obstacles that we face in life. And certainly to, to face obstacles, we do need some energy, right? We need to be able to generate some energy and vitality and enthusiasm to overcome obstacles. So I love the fire dragon really does um, tie in with this idea of moving away from you know, uh, an inactive time of year to an active time of year 
in transformation. And the wood time of year of spring actually um, includes in our body liver gallbladder function because the liver is a very transforming organ. You know, it transforms things so our body can use it. And um, the, the emotional energy of liver and gallbladder are frustration and anger. So if, you know, oftentimes when we've been having beliefs that generate fear, the expression of that often, because it's safer, is anger and frustration. And so, you know, we can begin to break that down, understand what our beliefs are. And in doing that and having that awareness, we're able to pull in some of this fire dragon energy to begin to transform it to something that doesn't make help us to feel separate, but rather help us to feel connected. Yeah. And, you know, also Marge, the, the, it just reminded their, your fire dragon reminded me that um, Aries is a fire sign and and it's, it's a, you know, and so it really is about that. It, it is about, um, you know, burning up using as fuel what uh, has come before, you know, what, what, what the old year, what we harvested from the old year and being able to burn up uh, and utilize the things that maybe didn't work out so well, or that, you know, that, that we would have, um, used as compost can also be used as that wood element, as that fuel um, to, to fuel the transformation. So I thought it was kind of a, a well said, a, a beautiful <laughs> segue into that. And, and I also drew a card. So I think I I'll bring that in now um, because it, it relates to this as well. Uh, the card that I drew is from the Lakota uh, Sweat Lodge cards. Again, that's what I've been drawing recently for some reason. <laughs> and it is Nagi. And Nagi is, means ghost or shadow. <laughs> Looks like and and the, the card is asking us, um, you know, to come into balance with the shadow. It says, whatever is not in balance cannot effectively take part in the physical or the spiritual worlds. There are ghost lights like unbalanced aspects of our own lives that we don't notice, no matter how clearly these shadows of ourselves can be seen by others. <laughs> uh, you know, it no longer serves you to push the shadow aside. Embrace your shadow self and acknowledge its existence, providing these personal traits with a home in your consciousness you may find that some disregarded traits have been giving you support and strength. Mm. And I thought how beautiful, because, you know, that really is about what you were talking about before we went on break about embracing, you know, that third step of, of that, of acceptance and, you know, and, and really transforming these is to embrace that shadow not an easy thing sometimes, especially if there's a lot of anxiety people are feeling, right? I mean, I've been there. I have been in a place of anxiety and I have, and I'm learning, you know, thank goodness I'm learning that if I just open up rather than resist it, which is what I did for years, right? I would, I would uh, deflect, I would get busy. I would um, do anything to avoid. 
I didn't even know. I think I was feeling anxiety for a lot of years. And then, and then I did. And then, and now I look back and I think, yeah, I, I, I was quite anxious in a lot of situations. And, and so now when I see that part of me come into play where I'm feeling anxious, I am more able to breathe, like you said, right? Begin with the breath, just notice I'm anxious. And then there's a settling in, there's a relaxing into allowing. And and I love the word allow, because to me, the word allow is full of possibility, you know, and we're so used to controlling so, so much of our lives. You know, we control our schedule, we control how we do our work, we control maybe our kids' schedules, you know, we can, there's so much controlling that we do in our life. And I was just, I just came back on Saturday from a, a wonderful couple to, to night getaway to some hot springs in Idaho. And, and this is the kind of thing where, you know, you're away from your life. And so you don't, you know, you're not doing your normal routine. And so now it's like, what do we do now? And you can open up. So I began, it's hard at first to open up to, I have to schedule my unscheduled time and instead just be able to relax into it and allow a flow to take place, which it always does. And the fun thing about allowing this flow is that there are surprises that pop up and fun, magical moments. It's that mystic realm, right? And to be able to allow that to come in, it's just so therapeutic. So I was reminded again of letting go of everything that I know and all that I do and how magical it is to be able to open up to the anxiety of letting go and allow what comes in. And it's always a surprise and fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and this is that same sort of step by step that you were uh, alluding to before. Uh, if we can accept where we are, say, say anxiety is ex example that we've that you've been using. Say we can accept that we're feeling anxiety and rec you know recognize it <laughs> and start doing something, start breathing into it, and accept that this is here, and then ask ourselves or or bring into our awareness the allowing, right? Allowing ourselves to be where we are, but also allowing for other possibilities, for new possibilities to present themselves, then who knows what might happen, right? Like you said, it's, it's just opening the space for um, the universe to provide what we require. And, and, you know, magical things happen for sure. We, we have new experiences we didn't expect. We form new friendships or, or engagement with others that is unexpected as well, which just makes life fun. So it was such a good reminder for me because we can all get stuck in our routines of, you know, safety and comfort and, um, and just what we know, because we like it if we, you know, if we love our work and we love our life. And it's so, it's just so great to step out of that and be open to something new. You know, there have been times in my life, Margaret, where I have been running fear thoughts and 
creating a separateness in, rela in, in relationships that mean a lot to me as a result of that. And it's a very painful place to be. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful to have experienced that more than once <laughs> so that I can learn, so that I can begin to see my own pattern of when I create separateness and, and then learn how to shift into acceptance. And sometimes we're in a situation in life where we don't want to accept the reality of our life. We thought it would go differently. We expected it to look different. That we can talk about that a little more when we come back from break, I think, because that's a big topic right there. It, it certainly is. And I, I was uh, feeling the energy going in that direction as well. So let's go ahead and take our break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of these deeper, difficult things that to uh, accept in our lives. Great. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, Margaret, you know, I was reading a statistic recently that said 3 million women have left the workforce during COVID because uh, a lot of a lot of because they had to stay home with and help their kids in their schooling, right? That changed so drastically. And my heart really goes out to women who have, you know, who whose lives have changed so drastically and, and, and men too, for sure. But, but these 3 million women, you know, that have left their work life and, and, you know, so that can, that can turn us upside down a bit in our lives and we can start running thoughts about, my gosh, my life doesn't look anything like I thought it would at this time. It, this isn't really what I want, but it's what I, you know, what I have to do. Um, I didn't think I would ever be here, you know, in this place in my life. All these thoughts that uh, when, when we have experience a death or a significant change on some level in our lives, it, it takes some adjusting to that drastic change. And this is a key point and a key time when we can really, our beliefs will start running. Our thoughts will start really running some um, intense um, emotional response thinking. Um, and this is what we're talking about in terms of taking a challenge like that and being able to transform it into some kind of awareness and benefit gift to us. Mm -hmm. 
and and as we're doing that, you know, we there's a lot of I, I think when people hear the word acceptance or you should just accept what is or or what whatever they they there's a an energy or an attitude that they may adopt that 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 says acceptance means uh, apathy or uh, being passive or giving up somehow. And that's not what we're talking about when we're talking about acceptance. It, it is about um, acceptance rather than denial, right, uh, of what is. And so, so being able to recognize and, and acknowledge what is doesn't mean, you know, when we do that, it doesn't mean that we like it, have to like it, or that we have to, um, you know, make best friends with it or anything like that. It just means, okay, here I am. This is what is. And now what? <laughs> you know, I always have to laugh because I have my, my stepson, he's, he's so great. And he was a Marine. Okay. And so he has this saying, it is what it is. It is what it is. And, you know, I, there are often times in, in my day to day that I, that I think of him and I think of his words, it is what it is, because I can feel my own at times resistance about what is, because I don't want that, right? But that's what it is. And it's a simple phrase, of course, it is what it is, but it really is true. That is recognizing that this is the reality of my life right now. So rather than be in resistance with it, with my thinking and therefore my emotional state, because that's when we start spinning back, what can I do to embrace what is and how can I utilize my gifts, you know, my unique gifts and change the way I think about this in such a way that allows me some peace and uh, some connectedness with people rather than separation. Yeah. Yeah. And and as we as we're able to do that, as we're able to um, accept what is in this moment, you know that's that's a. I, I like to put that on the end of it. I like to accept what is. It is what it is for now, <laughs> in in this moment. Because you know what the one thing that we can trust in life is that it's going to change. We're going to change. <laughs> and so if we accept what is and if we are able to breathe into it and expand our space a little bit and allow for some possibility that we never even thought of right then then all kinds of things are are really possible and i for me i i was considering um the difficult the difficulty in accepting physical pain like if we're if we're i have a a dear friend in in a lot of physical pain right now with a with her back and and knowing that you know some of these things are are going to require it's going to require some time and some some different things in order to occur in order for that to change right and and rather than trying to mask it with with drugs she is utilizing basically this you know doing doing what she can for her her body and uh 
paying attention to it and listening to it and allowing and breathing. And this is the same sort of uh, practice that I used throughout my childhood. I think I mentioned it in one of our um, shows before when, because I had um, severe migraines uh, as a child and all through my uh, childhood and adulthood on a fairly regular basis and nothing helped, nothing, I couldn't hold any medicine down. And, and so I became really good. I had to, I had to accept where I was and, and I would just automatically expand out and somehow it would allow me to do what I needed to do, which was fall asleep mm. and allow my body to heal. Right. And, and so, so there are these things where, and if we, if I resisted it, which I did for many, you know, the first several years of going through that, uh, it made it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because constriction, you know, the, the, like a migraine is constriction of the, of the blood vessels. Right. And so it would just make it worse and worse and worse. Yes, and when we constrict like that, we're, it, it's not only the, it, the blood vessels, but it's also our energy fields. Get it, we, the flow of energy, the flow of this light, the chi, right? This lifeblood energy that goes through the, us. Um, it gets constricted. It gets blocked. It gets stagnant. And then in the meridian system, it's that flow of chi that feeds the organ health. And so you know we it's such an important concept for all of us to remember that um, when we are in constriction, things are getting stagnant. Things are not flowing the way they could both inside of us and outside of us in our fields as well. And it's, it's part of why I love, you know, I love, I love it when people open up to the fact that we are so energetic because there's rich information we can obtain by sensing our energy fields as well as our body. And so when you talked about that, I, I, I expanded, right. You went to a place that was beyond the physical to, to gain movement. And to me, that's a great description of how we can do it energetically as well. Yeah. And Marge, how you just described that, it's an expansion from inside the body. Like this is, this is such an important piece here because in order for us to really accept any of our shadows or, or accept uh, the, what is going on in our lives and our resistance to it, right? Because that's where we get into it. Anything in our life is not a problem. unless we have resistance to it that's what that's how we start experience the problem we could be in a a very difficult situation but if we are not in resistance to it there's not a problem so so but in order to find that we have to come into our bodies right and so utilizing our breath and coming down into our bodies and then expanding outwards right? Expanding our energy field out to include, uh, you know, as far as we want to (laughs) go, bigger than the planet if we want to, right? Uh, Then we have this space for that transmutation and and transformation. It's actually a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful meditation to 
you know, find that place within you and be able to connect with a place of peace, for example, let's just use peace and feel it within you and then begin to see that energy of peace being pushed out from your heart, from your whole being inside out into your fields, and then even push it out further into your the room you're in, and then even further into the house, the whole house, and then into your street and into your neighborhood and into your city and into your state and into the world. I mean, that's energy, you know, that is not something that is something that does have a positive effect and influence well beyond our life and into the world and uh, that's energy so we can affect peace in the world by doing a visualization such as that as well as for ourselves right marge and you know the the that is energy like you said that is energy and that is real that is the reality of it we it can be measured right and and so we're really doing that even as as we're doing that visualization we are actually spreading that energy out into the world and when we're not doing that we're spreading whatever other energy that we're running in our energetic field in our in our body and our in our uh, energy field, whatever energy that is. If we're feeling the anxiety or, or fear or anger or resentment, that's what we're spreading. <laughs> that's what we're putting out there. Uh, you know, we're, it's not that, you know, it's not only the positive, but, and, and so what do we want to be contributing? I'm so glad you brought that. It's such a great point, Margaret, because it's like watching the evening news right? If I'm anchored into the evening news, then we all know that most of that is negative, right? And most of it is, you know, COVID and it's now we're shutting down other countries again, or doing this or doing that. It's all so negative. And we felt that in this country anyway, at least during the political thing too. And so you can see how easy it is for us to you know, get hooked in to that fear thinking. And if any, if everybody just, everyone on this call just remembers the time when you sat in front of the news and listened to that and how you felt when you walked away, that sets the tone that had the impact on your fields. And so if we take that fear thinking from the news and we take it into our own lives and project that even out into the world, you know, that is in my, in my opinion, that is not helpful. I would rather project <laughs> something different than that into the world <laughs> well i think you know me too i yeah. wonder if that's i wonder if that's why they call them news anchors because they're anchoring in that stuff <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. good play on words okay uh, well let's go ahead and take our break now you're listening to uh marge bone and margaret miller on inspired choices network we're the Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. 
Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right. Let's talk about acceptance, (laughs) Margaret. So to get get us started on that, acceptance is really the gift of what, you know, all this discussion about moving backward, moving forward and, and moving away from constriction and, and anxiety and all of that. And really even opening up, allowing, allowing, right. All of that is to take us to a place of acceptance, acceptance of, you know, where I am, acceptance of me, acceptance of my life, acceptance of others. And um, I'm going to, you know, most of the people that listen in on this know I love essential oils. And I am going to give you three essential oils that might help with this process moving from from constriction and into the gift of acceptance. And the first one is turmeric or turmeric. It's actually an oil of the earth. It's such a warm, wonderful um, scent to it. And it's the oil of restoration. So it really helps us to find our strength and our hope in moving away from constriction. And then the second one is magnolia. And magnolia is, is a water oil and its gift is compassion. So if we need to be more willing, move into willingness where we're willing to open up to this and we're able to choose differently. Magnolia is a beautiful oil that can help with that. And then finally, tangerine is the third essential oil and it's a fire oil. And as Margaret and I have been talking about, you know, this time of year, spring is is the wood element time of year. And um, it's about transforming and, and really accessing wood to make fire because we'll move into the next element in summer, which is a fire time in terms of the five elements. And so we're getting ready for all that high energy activity and openness and movement. And and tangerine is beautiful at this. It's it's the gift of gladness and creativity. So it helps us become lighthearted, joyful, and optimistic um, in any citrus oil is going to increase our it's going to increase our mood. It helps, it helps lift our mood. So, you know, and these three oils are beautiful. Just make sure when you're using essential oils to make sure you're with a company that, that ensures that the oils are really, really high, high quality, and they test them extensively and don't use synthetic or or chemicals to extract and things like that. And if you need any more information, if you think you have an interest in learning more about essential oils, feel free to contact me at margebowen at gmail.com, or you can go to my website at www.margebowen.com, and I'm happy to um, help you with that. Awesome, Marge. Thank you. So uh, as we were talking about acceptance, I came across uh, a quote by 
uh, Richard Rudd from the Gene Keys, is from the book, The Gene Keys. And it says, the state of acceptance is akin to spiritual springtime. Everything seems possible again, as everything in your life begins to flow more easily. (laughs) That's the hope of spring, isn't it? It's the hope of spring. We see the change all around us. We smell it. We hear it. We see it. And uh, our senses just seem to come alive after resting in the winter months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and every year for me in my life, spring is always interesting to me because every year in spring, there is a new energy that starts to come into my life. <clears throat> new things happen. I have a new drive that I didn't have in winter. It's why I'm always so honoring of, excuse me, of the winter months, because I know it's my time to rest and restore, right? Because I'm getting ready for that active energy that does happen every year. I can count on that. Yeah. Yeah. And in uh, my, the spiritual family that I come from, it's, we call that going under the blanket. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) You're under the blanket of snow. And, and so there you are in the depth of it, in the depth of yourself, in the depth of your being, and, and in the depth of uh, relationship, like when we're in a family group or, or, or whatever, that, you know, all the activities are inside also, or, you know, many of them. And so it's the, it's the time of, of storytelling and of uh, reflection, right? And so now here we are getting ready to, um, to unfurl, to unfold, to, you know, to blossom and to bloom. And, and I, I like it, it because I like the analogies of, of acceptance and springtime because, because once we do that, once we accept where we are and, and expand out like that, then, then we break out of that shell. <laughs> And we're able to unfold into our lives and the movement and the growth and the, the change happens. It's just so. And, and it's, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. It's beautifully said. And, and it isn't, it isn't just internally, but it is with, you brought up relationships. I'm glad you brought that up because the same process happens in, can, can happen in relationship. Right. And when we allow and accept in the dynamic of a relationship, both where we are and where the other is, rather than constricting from it, from the the upset, if you will, but accepting it, accepting where they are, allowing where they are, that opens it up to new energy and new movement so that we can come together in some way. It may look different. Again, we think we want this, but maybe we can't have that because that's not who they are. I mean, it, you know, that we learn so much in relationship, don't we? But this dance of constriction versus allowing and then moving into acceptance is such an important flow in relationship and gives us that connectedness we desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the, you know, uh, the gene key that this uh, relates to is we do talk about the gene keys and, and that's a lot of how our topics come about is through this um, contemplation that both of us are on um, uh, through the gene keys. The 25th gene key is uh, 
is constriction, acceptance, and universal love is the city. And so, so when we begin to unfold, when we have unfolded into acceptance, then we have room for allowing of everyone and everything. And when we really truly come into the state of allowing in its purest state, we are in the state of universal love because we we have no judgment and and no um, constriction of our energy around anything. Now, you know, easier said than done, but easier said than done. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. we, get, we get glimpses of it, and I think most people do. And it's and, and that's when we transcend the ego and into something greater, the heart centered self, right? The authentic right. self, and then opening up to others, authentic right. selves. Yeah. Yeah. We hope not for everyone. And because this, you know, this is a great time of year to really allow that and start to accept that we have that ability in ourselves and we can create that for ourselves with others and with in our life. Mm -hmm. And it really is a beautiful, uh, you know, I just thought of a beautiful uh, little thing that I do when I'm listening to someone that is challenging for me when they're saying you know when when either the person's energy is challenging to me or the what they're saying is challenging to do this that practice of acceptance and just start to allow them to be wherever they are and whatever they are and all of a sudden I'm in I just love that person <laughs> it's really an amazing thing that can happen it, it is amazing <laughs> a lot of fun too. That's one of those surprises I was talking about, right? That when you truly get past yourself, beyond yourself, and open up to who this person in front of you really is, and 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 inquire about who they are, like explore who they are from a really gentle, loving way, it's magic what you find. That's wonderful. Hey, so we're at our the end of our show here. I can't believe it. We just oh. that, we had so much to talk about today. And um, so next week, uh, we're really grateful for you joining us and, and so appreciative of, of all of our listeners now and in the future. And um, next week, we're going to be talking about uh, our opinions and a being opinionated. Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> be a good one. <laughs> I think so. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Margaret. Mm -hmm. Peace. <laughs>